3: uh, Rams Nation, what's happening, what's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Lockdown Rams. Friday hype edition gets you ready for the game big matchup this week down in New Orleans The 8 no Rams take on the six and one Saints it's gonna be a good one so you know we had to bring on Serena Morales Friday hype edition that's our girl we got that interview coming up a little bit later but first I want to get a couple of the good stuff all that stuff out of the way welcome to all the new listeners thank you for joining Lockdown Rams, you get your team five days a week, only on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bear Motter. I'm going to take you through this journey Monday through Friday. We've got an awesome lineup. We're going to kick back to the top of the lineup next week. Monday edition with James Kroger, hopefully our ninth victory Monday of the year. Tuesday, I'm going to walk you through some pro football focus stats. If you guys have any questions, make sure to give me a call, 657 657- three four five four nine eight eight i'll play your call on air i'm gonna take facebook questions twitter questions give out some big ups to all you guys the listeners you've been amazing thank you so much go give us a follow instagram twitter facebook facebook group lockdown rams all accounts you can follow me on my personal la underscore rambling bear and then the show you can find us on spotify itunes Google Podcast, anywhere that you listen to a podcast, we are there and if we're not, let me know. I got to get us there, but I'm pretty sure we're we're basically everywhere. If you can't tell, I've had my cup of joe today. I am jacked up, hyped up, psyched up, ready for this game. The Rams are packing their bags, heading down to the Big Easy on Friday for an ultimate matchup against one of the best teams in the NFC, a potential playoff matchup. Jared Goff so far is 1-1 one one versus Drew Brees and the Saints. And Drew Brees is 1-4 in against the Rams in his career. So, you know, I feel good about that. I'm liking that stat. We mentioned earlier in the week, but also Drew Brees is 20-15 in his last 35 home games. They're beatable, y'all. They are beatable. I threw that y'all in there since we're going down south. Well, guys, go check out. Well, before we move on, go check out all the other great podcasts we have on the network, Locked On Podcast Network. NBA is popping. We've got some great, great shows to listen to. As a network, we were just under 4 million, million, million downloads. Isn't that crazy? And you guys are pitching on that, so I thank you so much. We've had some great numbers lately. But leave a review on iTunes and Spotify, wherever you can leave reviews, because it also helps us kind of float to the top. Get some new listeners, share, keep growing this. We've got an awesome giveaway. If you haven't signed up, two tickets to the Ram Seahawks game at the Coliseum, our next home game. Any of your chances to win, all you got to do is tag, share, like, all that standard protocol when signing up for anything on social media these days. And then I've got another giveaway that's coming up just around the corner, so stay tuned for that. All my international and East Coast people and everywhere else around the country – Got some stuff that will pertain to you a little bit better. So keep an eye out for that. But let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to our guest, Serena Morales. I will be back on Monday with James Kroger. Look forward to that. But you know what it is, Rams Nation. Until next time, peace. Here's my conversation with Serena. All right, Rams Nation, we are back. This is the Friday edition, hype edition, so you know what that means. We've got Serena Morales, Rams reporter with us. Serena, how are you doing?
2: I am fantastic, Bear. It is a good day to be a Ram.
3: <laughs> I love it. Good day to be a Ram. Good day to be alive. First day in November. <laughs> we are done with Halloween season. Yeah. We were just talking about it on the last episode. Um, apparently, John Johnson was crisscross. That was pretty cool with Blake Countess. yeah, with Blake. uh, (laughs) Yeah, and Gurley had a big party out at Gurleywood, which seemed like a bunch of fun watching on social media, having those guys get together and have a good time for Halloween. And watching some of those guys like Saffold and Whitworth, I mean, they were pretty scary. They're big dudes. They're they're easy Halloween get-up.
2: Right, like they don't even need to dress up. They could just come as themselves. Yesterday, uh, Saffold had brought the mask from the, the movie The Purge, um, and he wore it in the locker room. And I was like, dude, you don't need a mask. you scary already. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, Those guys are so huge. I know. You don't need to do anything. If he's wearing a helmet, you scary. If he's wearing a mask, you're scary. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's
0: scary. That's
3: what
2: you <laughs> it's like. Halloween for the whole season.
3: <laughs> exactly. And that's what you like about our offensive line. Scary with masks or no masks. I want to get to this game a little bit. I got a bunch of questions for you today. So I'm just going to kind of spit them your way. We'll take a couple breaks along the way, but we'll have okay. a good chat. About a lot of things. It seems like it was a crazy week over in Thousand Oaks. I mean, we've got Cooper cut back. <laughs> we've got Dante Fowler showed up. Talk to me about what it's been like this week uh, with all the activity up there.
2: You know, it's um, it was it was it was quiet for like all the outside noise that we had created around the team. It wasn't actually like I met Dante yesterday uh, in the locker room, and like it was sort of like. Cool. Like, all right. He, you know, we've got a new teammate, and yeah, I think it was sad. You know, and McVeigh said it himself. Like, it's it's the, the tough parts are like someone losing like a locker room guy like Jaman because you know you just love to be around him. Like I, you know, I used to say hi to him pretty much every day that I would go into the locker room. So, you know, some, losing someone like that is obviously somewhat impactful. But a lot of guys are excited to see someone like Dante join the team. Like, I think it adds more. You know, hype around, like, obviously, that this team is already doing so well, being, you know, 8 0 for just the second time in franchise history. So there's, like, excitement. But again, like, I mean, I mean, the fact that, you know, you see someone like Cooper Cup smiling all the time, I'm sure that he's just like, oh, yay. Like, I think it's more of like this, oh, good. Like, things are okay. You know, we had a couple, you know, slight, you know, things that needed to change. But, and overall, like, I felt like it was more quiet than. You know anything? Like I, I maybe expected more, but you know this is my first, you know, year with the team, so I'm just like, okay, like business as usual. So again, which goes to the whole, you know, means to this team, and you know, I think one of the reasons why, you know, they're so successful is the fact that big their head is down they keep going they're like cool we're happy and we're enjoying this moment and then we move on you know
3: yeah i love it and and mcveigh talked about that a little bit in the press conference when he was asked about jared goff and his personality and he said he's just kind of has a little dry humor but he's funny and he's really just he's level-headed that way and it seems like the team is taking on all those personalities of you know you're adding all this excitement and out here and and Rams nation in the Twitter world, we're going crazy, you know, typing away, getting yeah. just super jacked. And these guys are like you said, just like, Oh cool. Another really awesome player fit right in. I saw a little bit from him yesterday. He seems like a really down to earth dude. He seems excited about, you know, joining this team and having an opportunity to really prove himself. Cause there's talks, obviously if you're getting traded, you're a former top three pick that, you know, you didn't really pan out at this point. So I think he's excited from your conversations. It sounds pretty much the same.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I think that it hit the way that his attitude, you know, just carrying himself has been great. Um, you know, talking to, you know, his locker mates has been great. Um, you know, the locker room is, is still very fun and uh, you know, Ethan Westbrook is still cracking the same jokes that he always does at West, Westbrook. And, It's just business as usual, and you know, adding Dante, I think he's gonna fit in just fine. I think he's, um, he's got this like very nice smile to him, and the the way that he's carried himself so far is just uh, cool. Um, You know, I, I just saw him, you know, talking to some of the guys, and overall, I think he's just like, I'm here to play, I'm here to focus. He knows what he needs to do, and he's just excited to be part of this team too. So yeah, we're right, right, and in line with everyone else. Again, I, I mean, the Twitterverse is crazy. Like, I got all these text messages, like, "Oh my God, you guys got something?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yeah, we did." And then I went over to the practice facility, and it was just so calm, and it was just like, "Okay, yeah, cool." Like, "My like, guys, you understand what's happening on Twitter, but there is a very, you know, everyone's just very focused. Like, we have got a huge game coming up against the Saints, so I think it's more of like." All right, we got our guy. Let's go. Like it's like the last part of packing up a big truck for a road trip, you know? <laughs> all right, John, get in. Let's get on
3: the road. <laughs> it's like everyone looking for Kevin McAllister before we're getting in the van to go to the airport. Everyone <laughs> right.
2: in? Where's Kevin? We're exactly. in. Let's
3: go. <laughs> um, all right, that's great stuff. I love hearing it. I love that the Rams have that mentality. And and even when you try to throw something at them, a little curveball. You know a trade you talked about Jamon Brown we're big fans of Jermon too he did great work in the community I already saw him tweet out that he's excited to get involved in New York he's just an awesome dude so unfortunate for the situation obviously he got suspended and kind of opened up the door for Blythe and yeah you know look at here we are now so um but it all works out for a reason we're excited to have Fowler what we're going to do is we're going to step aside get a quick word from some sponsors we'll be back on the other side with more from Serena Morales All right, Ram fans, before we get to our next segment, I'm really excited to talk to you about our newest partner, Metro Infinity. You can find them at 821 East Central Ave, Monrovia, California, just off the 210 in Monrovia. You have to swing by their brand new multi-million dollar facility and check out the amazing selection of new and used Infinities. They are the only dealer in California that's family owned and has been in the business over 25 years. They come in as the number one volume dealer in California. One of my favorite things about Metro Infinity, not only are they just have great selection of cars, but if you don't like coming to the dealership, no problem. They will bring a new car and the paperwork to your home, office, wherever you guys want to meet. They're going to make sure that you are extremely comfortable during the whole transaction Believe me, they take pride in not being your typical car dealer where, you know, it takes hours to buy, and they play games back and forth with the price, and it's just a hassle experience. That is not them. They want you to have a luxury car buying experience, and trust me, these guys get it, and that's what they deliver. Make sure to mention Locked On. They're going to give you another $500 off any car purchase. That's right, $500 off just by saying you listen to Locked On. They're fans of the show. We're fans of them. You can reach them at 629 599 7510 or go to their awesome website, which is MetroInfinity.com. Again, that's MetroInfinity.com. Right now, you can lease a brand new Infinity Q50 3.0 luxury loaded with navigation with $1,000 down, $325 a month plus tax. That's right. That's it. $1,000 and a low monthly payment and you're driving out in the brand new Infiniti Q50. And then don't forget to mention lockdown. You get $500 off. Again, that is Metro Infiniti off the 210 in Monrovia. Go get yourself a brand new Infiniti. You can thank me later.
1: The Suns rise in Orlando, but their playoff hopes set in the West. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. (laughs) Despite finishing a perfect 8-0 in the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns are leaving without a playoff berth. Check out Locked On Suns today for a post-mortem on an amazing run by Devin Booker and company. That's all thanks to tiebreakers and a Karis LeVert jumper that rimmed out, giving the Portland Trailblazers a win and a meeting with the Memphis Grizzlies in a play-in series for the Western Conference 8th seed. That begins on Saturday. Beginning today, all of the Locked On NBA playoff teams will be previewing the playoffs with special crossover shows. Scout your team and your opponent on the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day.
3: All right, Rams Nation, we are back. We've got Serena Morales. It's the hype edition. We've got a big, big, big game on the road. Super excited about this one. I want to talk to you, and I know I almost feel like I already know the answer, but um, this is the <laughs> furthest road game that we've had all season. A couple of years ago, we were flying all over the place to London and back. I think we were the the number one traveled team two years in a row, but this is our first big road trip. What can you tell from the guys and does this play into the factor or is it just like, it just, that's where we're playing this week and we're ready?
2: Yeah, again, it's, it's ridiculous, but they're all just like, okay, we're leaving on Friday instead of on Saturday. Like there really isn't any, change to, in fact, like you know, I even forgot. Like, the, like I was like, oh yeah, Friday travel, not Friday travel. Like, it's, there's not even any like big deal about it. It's just sort of you know tra- getting an extra day to adjust to the time change. But outside of that, it's business as usual, and uh sounds like super boring, but it really <laughs> is. Like, I think they're excited to, to you know face Drew Brees, and I think there's like a lot of hype around that, but. Already knowing, like, you know, we're getting Cooper Cup back in this game. You know, if all goes well in practice today and tomorrow, like, I think there's just more of a excitement that, like, we've got our final pieces in place and we can go face, a you know, a future Hall of Famer, you know, and quarterback like Drew Brees.
3: Yeah, so you talk about they're leaving on Friday instead of Saturday, a little bit of adjustment to get down there for the time. What's it like for those guys when they get into a city on Friday, they don't play till Sunday? What kind of flexibility does Sean McVay give them? I mean, as far as, like, going out to restaurants and, you know, you always hear, you know, players, you know, obviously the Jacksonville Jaguars were just in London. They got in trouble being out late. Like, how does that – how does a coach look at that and what freedom do they have on the road?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, there's curfews and stuff. Like, it's not – I think, honestly, there's a – a lot of trust with this team, like overall, like, hey, there's an expectation, like, we have a huge game, um, you know, that we're, we're playing the Saints. Like, it's not like we're, you know, we're playing anyway, we're playing these Saints, you know? Right. And, and I think that that is, there's a trust of, like, again, carrying the we not me factor throughout this entire season. You know, just because they're going to New Orleans and, you know, it's obviously known as more of a party city than comparatively speaking to another city. Right. Um, I don't really like, there's no, from my understanding, there's no like leash. You know, there are, there's curfews um, that they need to like, you know, I think be back in the hotel by a certain time, but there's really nothing that's like when we went to Baltimore too, like I remember like, and that was during training camp, but. You know, there's no, there's no real, like, hey, you can't do this. You can't go to dinner. You can't go see friends or anything like that. Like, people have family and stuff or whatever in different cities. So, there's no crazy, but, like, I don't think there is also a need because, again, it's like, hey, I expect you to be there and yeah. show up just like all of us. It's pretty nice. Like, I mean, there's a lot of trust. And, I, I you know, Sean Bay says this all the time. There's a lot of respect and appreciation for all three phases. You know, when we saw this against Green Bay, it was like, you know, the defense picked up the offense and the offense was, have struggles in the first few drives and then, you know, special teams fix them both up. and they, you know, they pretty much, you know, won that game for us. So I think that, you know, because of that, because there's this respect all across the board, you know, I don't even think I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to. Right. I don't even think anything of it. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. You get some more sleep, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, some some uh, gumbo and some beignets and call it a crazy trip to New Orleans, right? Come home with a win. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, well, I love it. And it's, it's crazy. You talked about that, though, the accountability, the respect, all those words that everyone's bought into Sean McVay's system. Uh, there was a video that went out today of Michael Brockers talking about, what would the record be if Jeff Fisher was the head coach? And she said, be honest with me. And he said, seven and nine. And the reason why, and he was like, I'm sorry, Fisher. And he kind of apologized to him. But he said it was just, and that was kind of what he said. He said, there, there's something about this team that McVeigh has instilled in us that, you know, the core values of the football team and whatnot. So I think you're right when you're preaching to that is, you know, very true. Has anyone spoke to Brockers about that? Or has anyone, have you heard, have you seen that uh-huh. video?
2: I, I saw the video I haven't seen him because like we got here and he's already on the you know he's practicing uh so we haven't seen him I'm sure all the reporters are gonna
0: say
2: <laughs> so they're like yeah what happened um but I mean and I, I was not here for the Jeff Fisher years but I I do you know you know especially and I've said this to you before bear like it's to me I'm like following around the the New York Yankees in the 90s right like right. I'm learning this is a standard that like you know, I, I'm I will say this to like guys like John Johnson who like started with um uh, McVeigh, like these these guys are learning the best means of football, right? Like they are you're getting from your rookie year forward, this is the highest caliber of how people carry themselves, how the coaching staff executes, you know, the respect that goes throughout, you know, again, each of the three phases of football. So like it isn't crazy. Like to me, I, you know, there isn't any comparison or anything like that. I think this, this team is doing so well and they're aware of it, but there also is this accountability of like, Hey, I got you. You got me. If you can't do it, I got you, you know? So, it's 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 a special it's, it really is a special locker room. It's a special team.
3: Yeah, it's uh the old Forrest Gump and Bubba. I'll lean against you, you lean against me. We'll both keep our head out the mud. That, <laughs> that's a nice little uh, totally. nice little thing for the Rams here. And so what we'll do now, we're gonna move on a little bit here and Serena, I like to keep it fun with you. This is the hype edition. It's Friday, you know, Casual Friday. we're gonna have fun. So I'm gonna do a little over under with you. I'm gonna give you a Uh-oh. stat line, <laughs> maybe a player. And you get to pick over or under. There's no wrong answer. It's all fun. <laughs> uh, but we'll have fun with it, okay? Okay, cool. So we'll start with, let's, let's start with the opposing team. Drew Brees. Uh, he's 1-4 in four against the Rams in five attempts. So I, I like that stat already. He's coming off mm-hmm. one of his worst performances, 120 yards. I think he only had a touchdown. So this may be insulting to the Brees fans out there. But over under, two touchdown passes on Sunday
2: hmm over under two touchdowns i think he has more than two Ah, well we're pretty i mean i mean they're very aware of who they're playing right right um can i just say he gets two touchdowns you know what's funny when (laughs) i put
3: when i put that number down i was like (laughs) i'm gonna wait for her to ask me if she can say two you can very much say push (laughs) you can very much say but i was i wanted to see i wasn't gonna make it easy on you serena so I'm I'm with you. I'm okay with the push. I almost agree with your first answer. I almost think he goes over. I think he hits three, but I think we're going to get a couple turnovers that are going to really kind of counterbalance that. So I'm okay with the push, two touchdowns. If he hits that, neither of us would be surprised. So we'll flip the script here. We'll go to Todd Gurley. This is lining up to be probably the best rush offense versus one of the best rush defenses. So my question to you is over under 100 yards for Todd Gurley.
2: Oh, I'm not going to insult the Saints, so I'm going to say under because I don't think that Todd really needs to pick up that many rushing yards in order to score. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's had like games where he will rush for like, 15 yards and have two two <laughs> yeah. so like so to me I'm like I'll say under because I think that they're going to be prepared for Gurley I, I actually think the Packers were very prepared for Gurley and well for our team in general think like, they, they played great on defense um and so I'm gonna say under but I don't it's more of just that I'm like maybe he doesn't get so many yards but he's still I still have faith that he's gonna score <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I, I'm totally with you there. I think that's a close one. I, I would almost lean towards under as well, and for the same reason, he doesn't need the yards to give damage. He caught six passes last week, five of them, which went for a first down or a touchdown. Uh, so he can get his yards elsewhere and his touchdowns elsewhere. So uh, good answer there as well. Uh, we'll do another. We did Drew Brees, so we might as well do Jared Goff, but I'll switch it up. Over, under, <laughs> 250 passing yards. Oh,
2: um, I think I think over. I think he's, um, I think he's, you know, with with the fact that Cooper Cup is back, I, I say he goes over with this one. He's got his core three, his big three, <laughs> back with Woods and and Cooks and and Cup. I'm gonna say he goes over.
3: Yeah, good call. Especially as we're coming off of Gurley maybe going under 100 yards, we expect Jared Goff <laughs> to kind of pick <laughs> up that slack, or else we're not having many yards and it's starting to get scary here. So I like your answer there. Totally. Uh, we'll flip to the <laughs> other side of the ball. And I'll say defense. I was almost gonna say Aaron Donald because mm. he's been a, a monster, but uh, that's just kind of crazy. So we'll say defense in general over under three sacks.
2: Ooh, well, AD is, <laughs> could get three sacks of right. one in this game, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, ooh, okay. I, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over because now it's like this. You know, a little cushion we've got, too, with Fowler and adding him to defense. Like, I think that there could be, you know, an even more enhanced overall D. So I'm going to stay over.
3: I like it. Uh, and you're right. Aaron Donald could do it by himself and really just go. He's like, <laughs> guys, I got this spread. I got gotcha. you. Let me just right, go get so <laughs> four. I'll make it easy. Mm-hmm. And then I'll I'll finish this one that we'll, we'll cut to a break after this. And this is kind of this is a layup. So I'm setting you up here. Uh, when the Rams walk out of the dome in the fourth quarter, over <laughs> under eight wins.
2: Uh, okay. Over. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't, this game, I think, I don't know what the spread is. I, I believe it'll be pretty close. Crazy bear that the spread was nine and it could have literally been nine, but yep. literally was such a smart player. Ran the clock at the end of that Packers game. But I was just like, Oh my gosh! So you whatever the spread is, so I was like, no way! Like, yeah, maybe nine. It's like gonna two or three, which we had agreed to. But yep. um, But yeah, so I'm. I do think that we continue to uh, stay undefeated. I would say they they win this game um, to, on Sunday. I but like it's it. going
3: to be a close one again yeah, yeah, I, I like that and you're right, girlie. what a smart play and screw all those people in Vegas and all the people that got them in fantasy you're already killing it Like we don't need <laughs> to hear your, your guff on this one uh, what we're going to do <laughs> is we're going to step aside get one last word from a sponsor we'll be right back to close out the show with Serena Morales
0: up, this is Vinny Iyer host of Locked On Fantasy Football with your Locked On Fantasy Football edge of the day
3: All right, Rams Nation, we are back. Third and final segment, Hype Edition, Friday, casual Friday. We're going to just throw all the Friday cliches in today. We're super excited. A big road game. We talked about Drew Brees' record against the Rams. Uh, Jared Goff is 1-1 one one so far. This is kind of his rubber match. Uh, he's back. He lost his rookie year down in New Orleans, but he gets some redemption to go down there. I want to talk to you. We, Like I said, we always like to have fun on here. I like to throw you a couple oddball ones, but – I was watching the mic'd up earlier today and it was Tyler Higby and Cooper Cup came up to him and was like looking at his head and he's like, dude, you got to stop bleaching it, man. You're going to, your hair's going to fall out. Like you got to be careful. And he said, I'm going to do it (laughs) until we lose, man. I got, I got to keep doing it. So my question is, do you know of any other player superstitions out there or are you currently running with a superstition? Talk to me.
2: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> We've all joked about like, oh, you got to sit here. Like we were in a meeting earlier, like, <laughs> the media group, um, you know, and, and one of our uh, camera guys was, was like, I'm going to sit here because I always sit here for meetings and that's why, you know, we're undefeated. And then like, for me, um, I think I posted this on my Instagram account that, uh, you know, like I have to get sushi before games when they, when they travel, I do studio work. And so I always get the same, you know, edamame, crazy tuna roll, <laughs> and rainbow roll, and like I eat that while I watch the game and listen to the radio broadcast while I write my script for studio. So like, I have my own superstition already. So, um, so yeah, I ha- I'm trying to think of like the players. Oh well, John Johnson takes a bath before every game. I've seen um, that. And yeah. what? When- yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the hotels don't have a bath, like he's just like, oh, they don't want me to be great. But he doesn't even take it too seriously. So, um, but yeah, I would say those are between me eating sushi, John Johnson taking a bath and uh, Higby and bleaching his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about any others that are too like crazy. But uh, That's a yeah, good... we and and then of course, our media group that has to sit in the same exact spot.
3: <laughs> I love it. In
2: meetings, not even on the plane. <laughs>
3: It's that's pretty good. And it's funny, John Johnson is almost starting like the Kevin Hart uh like hot tub show, but like the yeah, the hot version where he started having like he player is. guests on and like taking on some questions. It was pretty funny. Hopefully he continues that. And I saw he dyed his hair uh back from it was green and they were playing the Packers and he was like, No way, I'm dying it back to black So we'll see if he keeps that going but uh, I thought that was a fun one. I'm when super I...
2: mad at him because he had two interceptions with the green hair. I was like, give him a record of interceptions with that green hair. Just keep it. <laughs> with
3: the green goblin <laughs> needs the return. Right. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. I was just curious because I thought that was funny that, you know, I love Tyler Higby for basically saying he'll lose his hair before he stops his uh, tradition of of being undefeated at this point. So I, I respect the commitments that he said, hey, why not? I could end up, you know, looking like Whitworth. I'll go with the bald look. Why not? We could try that, too.
2: He is the l- smallest worries. He's just like, I'm football, and that's it, and I'm chilling. And he was Guy Fieri for Halloween, and... <laughs> that worked really well for him i was like wow he really kind of does look like guys <laughs> so
3: yeah stuff. he did a pretty good job on that it was really fun to watch them have a great time and also just like the unity we talked about it we talk about it every week but these guys coming together and you know offense alignment uh quarterbacks quarterbacks everybody just getting along having fun and enjoying because it's one of those things you know you want to take things very serious and be focused but you want to be stay loose and not overthink it and I think this group's got a good mix of both of those and we're going to play a team that seems like they've got a lot of that too right they're 6-0 uh, Mark Ingram their running back had stated after the game last week that he's like we're different we're different than other teams we've got something special and we're ready to take on the Rams and I think that's what's fun about this game is you're seeing two teams that are extremely confident playing with two really good records uh, that could end up being for home field advantage. So as we dig into this game a little bit, um, you know, what do you think maybe a couple of the key points on how we're going to win this game uh, are going to be on Sunday?
2: I I really actually think because it it comes down to, obviously we need to stop. They always say like you have to, uh, you can't stop great players. You just slow them down. So we just need to slow down drew Brees, and how do we do that like obviously if if aaron donald decides to get three sacks in the game that's definitely going to help but i think um for us it's getting the ball back into jerry goff's hands as much as possible so that you know we can use cooper cup who's coming back i also really think that we should think about um how great special teams have been right. and i said this earlier like shami Bay talked about all three phases of the game and the fact that like Corey Littleton. Um, you know, he's like a punt block master now, right? He's like yeah. the Jedi master of punt blocking. Um, and, and, you know, having Hecker be so reliable, having Greg Zerline back. Um, I think be, like the special teams pretty much won that game. And like, if you think about it, right? Um, it was, uh, having Greg Zerline back, he gave us seven points alone. Then you had, um, that, that play with Hecker and Sam Shields that basically set up the safety for Mark Barron. That's two more points there. And then, Rameek Wilson with the forced fumble at the end pretty much solidified that we were going to get that win so I actually think like special teams we don't we don't acknowledge them enough it's really like offense defense but special teams is like not only you know giving us those extra points but they're also like making sure that we're in good field position before you know opposing QBs get the ball back and so I think that's like a key that maybe we don't look at enough yeah um but yeah I think the special teams having you know Cooper cut back in the mix uh, that's huge. And, and again, the addition of Dante Fowler and kind of solidifying our defense a little more, um, you know, it's, it'll be great when Akib is back. But honestly, like as far as like our, our secondary, you know, I think all those guys have done so well at stepping up and stepping in and different roles. So yeah, well, we don't talk about
3: special teams. No, so talk about them. <laughs> I love it. I love it, and that is so important. You're right. I mean, you talk about okay, the offense and defense match up so well. Drew Brees and our in our front line, it's a pretty good matchup. And then where's that third one? It's the special teams. And anytime we walk into a building, I feel like we have that advantage. And when it comes to playoff football. And you talked about the details of it, flipping the field, getting really good field position, hitting field goals, making plays in in tackling on the special teams. It's so huge. So I love that. I love that you brought that up because you're right for having such an amazing unit. We talk about it more than probably other teams do, but not enough. So I love Mm -hmm. it. It's a huge key, especially in a tight matchup. The littlest things go the long way, so that can be a really right. big for us. Obviously, we saw Rameek Wilson close the game for us. Special teams can win games, and we've got a really good bunch of them. So I love that answer. I just looked it up. The spread is actually the Rams are the underdog for once. It, it kind of feels good. Ooh. I mean, the nice thing is they always seem like they come in as the underdog, like mentally. They, they, they've got that chip on their shoulder, which is awesome. Uh, but there are one-and-a-half yeah point underdog on the road
2: oh my god uh
3: you think we cover (laughs) one and a half (laughs) yeah not much not much but an underdog
2: uh yeah I I think I think we again I think this is going to be a close game but I do think we get this win just I'm completely biased here like I'm around this team enough it's not like I haven't noticed how uh, great the Saints have done and Drew Brees having such a great year um but I And again, you know, uh, they're going to say the same thing that this is a special group. But I mean, I do think what a smart pickup we got, Dante Fowler. I just bringing back Cooper Cup. And you know what? I'll be quite honest. Like, it's not like we're winning like a great like game by a lot. Like we're winning games by being super smart. Like what Sean McVay does is like he empowers the players to also be part of the decision making. Right. So, and we've seen this every close game where it's just like, can you guys do this? Yeah, we'll totally do this. And then they execute it and it's like, boom. Like, we needed that forced fumble, and Rameek Wilson gave us that freaking forced fumble. And Todd Gurley did not score a touchdown. He ran the clock. That's smart football. And, again, it's that we, not me. So, I do think that we win this game. I just think it's going to be super close, and I'm going to be stressed out, and my are going to be very sweaty.
3: <laughs> well, I'm with you. One and a half points, I feel like it gives us that leeway, in a close game that if we win by a field goal we cover the spread so i'm with you i think we go on the road i know we got a lot of nervous rams fan because this is this is a tough matchup but don't forget obviously go get your sushi maybe order a double round if you need to and uh, we'll (laughs) call this thing good serena thank you so much for coming on another great awesome hype edition friday guys make sure to go check her out on twitter at serena And on Instagram, Morales Morales. We're excited to watch your coverage the rest of the week. Have fun during the game, and we'll talk to you next week.
2: Awesome. Thanks a lot, Bear. Appreciate it.
0: okay, 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 okay.